Hi, and welcome to another episode of the FYE podcast. My name is Dr. Jose Saldivar. Joining me as usual are our student gurus, Nick, Gerson, and Jerry. And today we have another guru that we're going to introduce. I'm going to allow him to introduce himself. Hello, my name is Richard Tapia, and I'm an, a computer engineering major. It's going to be my, my second year at school so far. It, it's been a good experience for me, and I hope you all enjoy uh, as I did this year. So Richard, before we jump into the podcast, I have one question for you. What are you looking forward to this academic year? I'm looking forward to going back to school because I really miss campus. Online classes for me, it's not the same thing. And all the events, I also miss going to baseball games, basketball games. Those were pretty cool. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much, Richard. So today we wanted to talk about uh, Vaquero Roundup. So we have a guest with us today. And we are very honored to have this person with us. I'm going to allow her to introduce herself and tell us your involvement with Roundup. My name's Andrea Yen. I am the Director of Undergraduate Recruitment for UTRGV. And um, part of the recruitment team also is in charge of orientation. The second piece of orientation, the final piece, is Vaquero Roundup for the incoming freshman and transfer class for fall 2020. Well, thank you for being here with us, Andrea. So I think we have a lot of questions. What can students expect from Roundup this year? Roundup this year, it's still that second piece of orientation. So up to this point, students have only had interaction with an advisor and maybe a recruiter to register. So this is their opportunity to meet the rest of campus who they haven't been able to meet yet. And we're really trying to make it engaging and interesting for students and not advising and registration. And there's more to UTRGV than just that. <laughs> um, you say that as if that's sort of what students come to expect from Roundup. I hope so. We don't get to interact much with students. Once you go through Roundup, we're, that's our pass off. We're done. We've worked with many students from their junior year um, through senior year, through application and admission and orientation. And then we don't really get to see students unless you come work for us um, after that point. So other than an excitement in a field house or a student union lawn, I, I hope that that's what they receive from Roundup any year we do it. Does anybody have any questions for Andrea? Yeah, I wanted to go ahead and ask them, how is it different this year? I know everything's going virtual. How is organizing the event different this year since everything's going virtual? I can't decide which one's harder, getting 5,000 students in one location in person or transitioning an in-person event to online. Um, there's a lot of pieces. The engagement part is what we're trying not to lose. And I know that's true for many departments and faculty members across the campus is trying to make sure we're still able to engage with a large amount of students. The big change is we have extended how long it lasts. So typically you would only be on campus for maybe half a day and then you would be done. And our event now is running for four days to make sure students are able to get all of those pieces versus the, the one half day event that we normally do. You know, I work with one of the colleges, right? It's not an academic college, but I work with university college. So I've been a part of several roundups in the past. And I was sharing with our group before we went on and started recording that 
you know, I'm really looking forward to Roundup this year because just as, as Andrea mentioned, each students typically are here for a day. We get them for maybe two hours, maybe three hours. And in that time, we've got to introduce students to the university college and what they're going to get out of it and try to do a little bit of relationship building, which is, I, th I think, really hard to do anyway. Um, so I'm excited that it kind of opens it up for us. We've been really strategic about the kinds of sessions we want to run. We've been really thoughtful, I think, about engagement and what we want to do to engage students. I hope, I hope all of the the programs and the colleges and the, the faculty and everyone involved are, are, are approaching it the same way. But I'm really hopeful. I'm really positive. I'm really looking forward to it. What do the rest of you all think? Or, or what advice would you give students or just general questions for, for Andrea? From my previous experience and during my undergrad, which is some time ago, I remember attending our Roundup event. And for that, it was really, yeah, it was just this thing that was in person. You know, we all go to the gymnasium and then we all gather there and get some general information about like different services the university has. And I think that's the hardest thing about it is since everything is online, it's like, what do you want to attend? And it's since it's spread out over a period of time, you know, there's chances to miss something. I mean, back in those days when we had time to be in front of everybody, I think like walking around and like getting to actually meet people in person, I think, you know, that one-on-one -on -one to meet a new person or a new friend, that's kind of taken away from us. But I think attending this event is going to be probably a really good experience just because you'll be able to see what services there are. And I think that's what's important is about the services. I have a question. So I, I remember for my roundup session, um, people like the, the ones organizing everything would give us free stuff like when entering the, the sessions, right? So um, what are you going to do to get more people going to sessions without giving free stuff since it's going to be online? We can still give away free stuff. You're just going to have to wait for it to come to you in the mail. Boost will have giveaways. Some departments like UREC and athletics and some of the more rah-rah kind of groups will have that opportunity. I think um, UTRGD alumni is going to run some giveaways in their booth. So students do want to visit as many booths as possible to kind of find where those giveaways might be. Our closing session will have them too. So if you pay attention to different department sessions, you may be able to win it through some trivia and then we'll just mail you some swag in the mail. We've done with orientation through the summer, some drive-through events where students can come and pick up their orientation gear, their t-shirt. We did lawn signs this year. And so we'll do the same sorts of things for the Roundup group and they'll be able to come up to campus and drive through and see us waving at them with our masks and we'll give you a t-shirt and all your free UTRGV gear. So that's still a part of it. We didn't wanna lose that piece because having that t-shirt or a lawn sign really helps you identify with the school. And so we didn't want students to miss out on that either. I guess um, my next follow-up question is, um... I, when I had my roundup back in 2017, it was great. I loved it, like in person, getting to see the university. But there was a part of me that really wanted an online version of it. And I guess with this epidemic, it's kind of forcing the university to learn new ways of uh, communicating with students and doing events over like computer. Do you find this method a way that the orientation is being done, like a future possibility even after the pandemic? Absolutely. There's been things we have done that we actually think serve the student better virtually. And so moving forward, I think in just a lot of areas, just in our daily living, I think you'll see hybrid being a common occurrence in a lot of events and a lot of ways we interact going forward. And that's definitely going to be a part of recruitment. I think we've learned how to give 
a virtual campus tour and so many opportunities that now anyone who in the future isn't in the area could potentially have a live campus tour from out of state. So there's a lot of things we've learned through this process that we will hopefully be able to keep um, even if things or when things go back to some sort of normal. And I think certainly like going through um, what, what we're experiencing, I think has taught us a lot, right? About just I've even better serving the students. I know for me as a faculty member, um, it's really forced me to rethink what I do in my classroom and how to take what I'm doing in the classroom and, and to transfer it online and to, to still provide like a high quality, right? Educational experience. And that's, again, I, I think for me, it just, again, it just feels like there's really more opportunities to really have a broad experience through this, through the online uh, roundup than maybe they have in the past. And so I think there are opportunities to, to meet different faculty, faculty members and, and other students and other offices. So I don't know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Not looking forward to doing the work and the planning, but I'm looking forward to participating and connecting with students. I always enjoy that. So Andrew, what for you and your staff, what do you think has been the toughest thing transitioning the Vaquero Roundup to an online platform? Connecting with students is something our office does best. We are front facing in the schools, in a registration lab with all the students all summer long. And so losing that piece has been really, I think, difficult for the staff, um, just for morale, because we like to be with students. And then for Roundup, there's so much excitement around it because there's so many people in one place at one time. And it can really help conclude the summer and bring in the fall. So being able to bring that online has been the most challenging piece. But we've learned a lot this summer. The orientation leaders have done some meet and greet, really casual Zoom kind of meetings with the incoming class. And it has gone over very well. The students have loved it. They've had all sorts of sessions uh, pet show and tells to anime to <laughs> gaming and all sorts of stuff. So we've been trying to connect with the class virtually that way. Um, I think we'll all be really excited to see this class on campus in person. Once we're finally there, that will be a, a real special semester, I think. Any other questions from our co-hosts? Yeah, what about on the other end of the spectrum? What are you what are you most excited for? I mean, besides all the work and all the challenges we are all facing, what's what's something that you really wanted to see or something that's gonna go on that you'd like to throw a shout out for? I am very excited about the FYE sessions. We that is something we have not been able to do because of time. And so when we've expanded it out, there are some really neat sessions that students are gonna get now before classes even start that I am just beyond thrilled are out there and I'm really interested to see the students engage with that and how many of them go to those sessions. I'm also a sucker for the closing session. We're trying to, it won't be the big pep rally like we normally do, but we do have a closing session that um, I think will be fun and um, memorable. Hopefully we have a lot of different special guests and videos and the mascot and all that cool stuff going on for that session and it's also the end and so I'm really excited to get to that piece like I am every single year as soon as that pep rally is over the class is here we are done and um, 
they belong to y'all now. And so that's a, I'm still waiting for that moment. And we're still hopefully going to have that, even if it's just virtual. Any other questions from our co-hosts? On behalf of the FYE team, I'm so excited for next week. I mean, these are, we've been thinking about developing these individual sessions for the past, I don't know, four and five, six weeks since we started back in the, back in July. So I think, I think what's great is that our sessions are like by students for students. So a lot of the things we're making, like I'm working on a session where it's just dedicated to like best dorm foods you can make with the microwave. And if you're if you're going to be at home, what kind of like what kind of things you can make as a student from home? And I guess that just leads into, um, you know, this new discussion of campus life now with everyone from home and um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. This this year is just a first for so many different things, and uh, I'm excited. I feel like this has been a great learning curve for UTRGV, and um, I'm excited for the new virtual things that are going to be happening. Yeah, I think our team is doing like a lot of different projects. The FYE gurus have been really working hard to get like social media outlets on fire with all our postings we've been definitely po doing a lot of different postings from like our meal mondays and wisdom wednesdays and it's just it's been crazy i mean the amount of content that our teams have been pushing out just for the students i think that's just an easy way for our you know our team to connect with students and i think that's what they really need just to make them feel a little bit more at home especially if students are living on their own it's just a way to connect with us and eventually we're going to become available for them to chat with us we're going to have like you know virtual office hours and we're going to be able to do one-on-ones with students that just you know need someone to talk to and maybe even point to other services that they may need and that's important i think one of the main themes and messages we want from roundup is we might be virtual but we're all still here so I'm in my office. So even if a student is more comfortable, we have made ways to be safe on campus and get the help you need, whether it's we have the virtual ways to connect and we have the ways to connect in person. And so the big message from Roundup and all summer long, really from the university, but that we wanted the incoming class to understand since they've never engaged with any of us before is that there are students and staff and faculty here still that are waiting for them to reach out and connect and we want to connect with them and that they can do that this semester. It's not just about taking classes online. I mean, as someone who's taking full online courses um, this semester for the first time ever, it's a little scary, but I am still considering going to campus still. Like, obviously, like once if our job requires, if our on-campus job requires us to go back, I'm willing to go back, but even just spend two days out of the week in the library, or I don't know. It's just, it's hard for me as someone who's been to, on the university for so long and always like technically living in the library. It's so weird to now think that fall is gonna, you know, be mostly virtual or the student population on campus will be reduced. Um, sad, but I mean, it's, it's, it's the way it needs to be, but I don't want to accept it yet. <laughs> So our podcast is, uh, we're, we're drawing near to a close. Before we go, Andrea, thank you so much for joining us. I would love to hear from our, from our co-hosts, just maybe a, a little piece of advice from each of you. For incoming students, what kind of advice would you give them as they approach this virtual roundup and as they approach the new year? Um, I would just say you shouldn't be afraid to reach out. And I think it's something that we now are forced to do because there isn't that... Um, 
in-person interaction where you can just ask a friend if you have a question or whoever's sitting next to you in the class. Um, but now you actually have to make a little more of an effort to maybe like start a, a group chat in the class or email your professor if you have a question. And I think those things are going to be really necessary. I guess uh, my follow-up would be kind of in that same approach I took from working from home. It might seem on the surface level that it might not require as much dedication and effort on your end as a student, but it really, working and studying from home and doing online courses requires almost more than an in-class uh, teaching session because you actually have to drive yourself to really learn those subjects at home. You have to have the discipline to like get off your bed and actually get to a desk and start like learning that way. And I think um, your dedication as a student should not be reduced. It's just as hard, honestly. And um, I think all in all, it'll make you almost a more dedicated student um, for your first year. It'll get you more understanding of deadlines and the, just being more dedicated and doing your courses from home because mm -hmm. taking my first online course my sophomore semester, it taught me a lot and it taught me like, this is what it means to really be like a very dedicated and time-oriented student. Buy a planner, like that's my main like request for any student actually doing online courses, buy a planner. It doesn't have to be a beautiful, expensive one, just a standard planner, because you're gonna need it. Um, I, I would say for students to engage in all the sessions we're going to have for the Roundup, because I think most of them are going to be pretty interesting. And I know that the ones we have are really interesting. Whatever question you have, we're here to help you since we're also students. We don't know everything, so if we don't know, we can ask for you. So don't be afraid to do that. Yeah, since everything's going digital, I think like uh, Jerry was talking about getting a planner. I mean, if you're not so comfortable with writing everything down on paper, I mean, use your use your phone. I mean, I use my phone to use the calendar and my calendar is usually full, full of different things or events. And normally the university has a calendar, especially with Roundup, there's going to be different events that are going on. You can plan around your day. You know, you don't necessarily have to be in front of your laptop in order to attend the event. You can get on Zoom or other services through your phone, whatever the service may be. I think our, our sessions are going to be on Zoom and eventually, you know, you can connect to Zoom and you can attend some of our events and still be connected wherever you are. Thank you all. Thanks again for another episode. Richard, thank you for joining us. We loved having you. And of course, Andrea, thank you so much for that information, for giving us the background on Roundup and what to expect. I think we, we all agree we're looking forward to it and we're looking forward to connecting with students. So this concludes another episode of the FYE podcast. And we'll see you next time. Bye-bye.